0: Your goal is to create happy customers mm-hmm. to then create other happy customers. So congratulations! Here's what I've learned: The best of the best. And what We're selling, going, going, gone. So congratulations. Let's have a look at the facts. What's your goal for the next six months? Um, so guys and girls, we're up and we're running. And we've got a Sunday night rant today, which is gonna talk to you about a private interview I had with Dr. Robert Caldini. So this guy, here studies influence, and he came to ERIC two years ago, and I told him I was a big fan of his work, particularly of his first paper, which was a document called Influence, where he talked about various laws that he studied. He'd go undercover, as a salesperson, right? So he'd become an insurance salesperson, a real estate agent, all these different sales to find out how is it that top people can influence other people. And he wrote a, a book called, um, uh, actually I think it was an actually academic document called Influence and... Um, He uh, talked about various components, and he talked about the law of authority, that is that if you're someone on TV dressed with a white doctor's outfit, you'll become more believable as being an authority, right? If you're a person that has published a PhD on something, you'll be known as an authority. So he talks about this concept of authority. Then he also talks about this concept of social proof, and that is that we tend to do what others do. And I'm going to touch on that today. He talked about the law of reciprocity, that if you give someone a gift, there's a tendency that they're going to want to return the favor and give you back a gift as well. In addition to that, the law of scarcity, you want what you can't have. Look, there's seven laws. I'm not going to go into them. I'm going to talk to you about things that you probably don't know about his work. And the first principle I'm going to talk to you tonight about is that as salespeople, if we change the environment... Hello, Steve Georgiakis, a 100% king, legitimacy more than authority. And that's coming from someone who is probably one of the BIW best in the world... In uh, academia Dr. Steve Georgiakis from the University of Sydney that tells me that a lot of the content that I talk about here is certainly very much evidence based and a big supporter and fan of the document so guys and girls let's move on and talk to you today a little bit about some of the information I'm going to speak to you number one change the environment and you change the behavior what does that mean guys and girls Think about it. Let me give you some really interesting stuff. Okay, so at a shopping center, listen to me carefully. At a shopping center, what they would do is go and put advertisements, like just brochures on people's bikes. You know, just spam mail on people's bikes. At a shopping center where people had left their bikes. Listen to what happened. When, when the area had graffiti on it, there was a 70% chance that people would pick up the brochure that's been left, the brochure that's been left on their bike and throw it on the ground. Why? Because they'd been primed. It's graffiti on the wall. What's a bit of rubbish? So all of a sudden, what they did is they put brochures in a clean environment and people would not throw it on the ground. Man, interesting research, because what this tells us is that if you change the environment, it changes the context, and it changes the behavior. This is, in fact, is really interesting. It's called the home ground advantage. And in sport, it's commonly known that the home team has an advantage in sport. We know that, that the home team has an advantage in sport. All sports, all around the world, all codes, home team advantage well guess what in business it's no different what happens when you take the client and you get them to come into your office think about the dynamic there let's talk about a reserve instead of setting the reserve with a vendor at their house set it at your office instead of if you're that good imagine doing your listing presentations in your office First one at their house, second one in your office. Or, hey, a negotiation with a buyer. Hey, meet you at four o'clock at our office where we'll just go over it there. Guys and girls, I'm saying to you, understand the power of changing the geography Changes the behaviour. In fact, what I can tell you in coursework, when I'm facilitating a training session, if I want people to work in a collaborative, collective way, I put people in a circle. Because circle means teamwork. If I want people to work as lone wolves on their own, I have people sitting in theatre style. So guys and girls, I want you to understand this concept because what it means is that you are going to be able to start tipping things over and moving the needle to your side. So that's principle number one. And while that's happening, guys and girls, let me have a drink of water. Mm. Love this. But I love this better. be Byron Bay soon, early in the new year, back to the Byron Beach Hotel where they've got stone and wood on tap. Anyway, guys and girls, let's move on to number two. Number two that I spoke with Dr. Robert Caldini was that um, people tend to follow what the majority do. People tend to follow what the majority do. And we've known that from his first work called uh, Influence, and that is that... Um, generally speaking, hypothetically speaking, if there is, uh, and by the way, one of the reasons why auctions are at the moment are on the nose is that you go to an auction and you may have a bidder there, but because there's no one else bidding, they don't actually bid themselves because they think there's no social proof. Yet when you've got a frenzy going on and the market's going crazy and people commercially are paying three or $400,000 more than what they'd be paying now, they're happy to bid. Why is that? Social proof. So, what does this basically mean? I'll give you some really great research that I spoke with him about that day when I was chatting to him. And that was that in America, where people don't pay their taxes in time, a simple letter from the tax office, or the equivalent of the tax office there, would have in a letter saying, we're letting you know, residents... From the region of the inner west and the suburb of Leichhardt have a 98% rate of paying their taxes on time. So the closer you make the social proof to the person, the more you influence the behavior of that person. This is very interesting research because it says the more the person that is like you is doing something, the more likely you're going to do it. And by the way, can I just say to you, if you really think about how Apple has become so successful, is that it has been in its marketing in Social Proof, where it makes it look like if you're a confident, creative, independent type of person, you're more inclined to be using a MacBook or more inclined to be using, you know, the latest iPhone or using an Apple product. So um, guys and girls, understand I want you if you're in sales think like a marketer but sell like a superstar put that in your head now I'm also letting you know that tonight I'm going to be announcing the two winners the two winners where have I got them Susan gave them to me the two winners in fact Susan we've got two winners let me listen listen We're going to come to the two winners in a moment. And I'm sure Susan's going to print them out. But we've got someone that's won a nine-week DVD. Nine-week DVD. And we've got someone that's also won a a one-on-one hour coaching session. So we will announce those later on. So so far we've talked about changing the environment, right? You change the environment, you change the behavior. Then what we've spoken about is that people tend to follow what the majority do. So what does that mean? Guys and girls, I'm telling you, it's a bloody game changer. If you ever are able to sell a property, if you're a real estate agent, for a major influencer in your area, can I just say to you, if you're able to do that, that is going to help you a lot because what will happen is other people in your community are going to find out and you're going to make a big deal about it and they're going to say, if that person did it, this agent must be good. You've got to understand the law of social proof. I have to say to you, one of the reasons why The Real Estate Gym has been so successful is over the years, it has trained the majority of real estate agents that have come through REB Top 100 have been someone that's come through the real estate gym, right? So at the end of the day, what happens is other people see that and they say, okay, so this person is a good operator and I've got to tell you, me and Susan have got a goal. We want to produce next year 200 agents, 200 agents, writing a million dollars each. 200 agents writing a million dollars each. We're getting there. We're not quite there now, but every year we've got dozens and dozens. Like I look at, you know, um, Josh, this week's interview that came out. Guy's been in real estate for 14 months. I'm looking at all the people that have come through from the Chiminellos to the Rubensteins, the new ones, the Taney Janes. They're all over the place. Guys and girls, let's move on to the next thing. The next thing I'll say to you is this. Um persuasive questions listen to me listen to me very careful so Susan has announced the winner of the 9 week program is Shari Vanderbilt thank you so much Susan persuasive questions now I remember when I was a 19 year old guy I'm walking through the city and someone stops me and says are you currently happy or unhappy with your life right interesting question are you happy or unhappy with your life now I don't know whether it's a church of Scientology or it's some other organization where they begin with a question right and now I just want you to understand very very you know just briefly here understand the power of these questions when you ask someone this question what are you unhappy with in your life right now what that does is it creates you as a human being will focus on a hit on a hit mean your mind goes on thinking what shit in my life right now because it's human beings we focus more on our hits than our misses right so i'll repeat it again um You stop someone and you say to them, is your life unhappy now? What happens is there's a tendency, there's a tendency for people then to try and validate that question. So what this says to me, guys and girls, listen to me very carefully. Ask yourself bloody better quality questions. And I think one of the greatest questions you can ask yourself is, what's great in my life right now? Who loves me? What fantastic thing happened today? What am I most grateful for? You see, because what you're doing is that you're forcing yourself to look for the hits to that question. So you ask better questions, you get better answers, you have a better life. Very important rule. I'm also going to talk to you about what I call the first bid strategy. This has got nothing to do with auctions. But gang, listen to me very quickly here. Think about this. You're at an auction. The property gets passed in. You don't go to the buyer and say, what's your best offer? No. What you do, listen to me carefully. This is from someone who walks his talk, audio matches his video, anyone that auctions with me knows what I do. I get out the reserve, and I open it up, and I say, that's it. So what happens is, I start high. And what that does is it creates an anchor. And what happens then is even if this person was going to come in and say 750, because I've gone in there with 900, I already influence what they're going to do next. This is critical. In fact, I'll say if you're a parent watching this video right now and you want to get your kids home early, Let's assume they're going out, you know, out with friends and you want to give them a curfew to be home at a specific time. Don't ask them what time they're going to be home. You start off first and say, You've got to be home by 10. And then what that happens is it changes their response. They might not agree to it, but they compromise on their number. You could do the same thing with bedtime. The point I'm making is. The person that controls the first offer creates an anchor very important. The last thing guys I want to talk to you about about influence is this. And I want to talk to you about the fact that anchors happen all the time. Like think about it. You open up a menu at a restaurant and you actually see, you know, a bottle of wine at $75, a bottle of wine at $85. A bottle of wine at, you know, um, $91 and then you see some wines at 15 or $20. And what those expensive bottles of wines do is make these other bottles of wines look cheaper. How do you use this principle in business in a marketing program? When you sit there in front of a client, have a marketing program that is at a high level that will actually show the other marketing programs in better context, right? This is, you know, this is extremely important strategy. The reason I share this is that we as human beings don't realize that we're having these laws working on us all the time. But gang, as I finish off here today on this Sunday night rant, I want to share with you um, a quick video I was watching of Warren Buffett and Warren Buffett was presenting to a room full of 15 year old kids and he was talking about lessons that Warren Buffett knew when he was younger and one of the lessons that he spoke about was that picture this picture that you're given a wish to have any car you want you can pick any car you want and you will have this car. This car becomes your gift. So you can just picture it. You're going to pick. You're going to pick this. Hey, Bernard, how are you? And Bernard bought himself a Tesla with white seats. Looks like a spaceship inside. Jeez, I love those cars. And actually, I've got to tell you, I'm beginning to actually change my mind about um, the founder. I just had a bloody mental blank. Elon Musk. I like him. Anyway, cut a long story short. Imagine you're given any gift. The car's the gift. any car. How great would that be? So you'd get a red bow, you'd have a red bow tied up with it, you'd get this car. But here's the catch. The catch is this. That you're only going to get one car for your whole lifetime. You're only going to get one car for your whole lifetime. Think about it. What would you do with that car once you got it? Would you say that you would look after that car impeccably? Would you actually service it? Would you actually park it undercover? Would you actually ensure that it was kept in pristine condition? Well, let me tell you, that's not going to happen with a car. You'll have many cars in your life. But I am gonna say to you, it is gonna happen with your body and your mind. Listen to me, it's gonna happen. You only get one body and you only get one mind. And as I finish this Sunday night rant, I'm gonna say to you, look after both. Look after the inside and look after the outside. I was pleasantly surprised today when I actually put on my Instagram a vote, a poll on who believes in a higher being and who doesn't believe in a higher being. And um, the results are 76%. 76% of people believe in a higher being. 76% of people believe that something's come from something, that it's come from nothing, right? That they don't think that it's come from nothing, um, it disappoints me because I think that, you know, many organized religions have actually uh, affected how deep someone's spirituality and faith could be. Um, whether it's been, you know, some of the atroc- atrocities of the Catholic Church. And I have to say that most Catholics are amazing people and most Catholic clergy are amazing. I'm not a Catholic. By the way, everyone asks me with things behind there, like, am I a a Buddhist? not a Buddhist Um, I'm a Christian and I think Christianity and um, Buddhism and I think Judaism as well um, they're in many ways underpinned by the same things and that is uh, um, be super kind to people I think everyone could be 10% kinder I think kindness is free I think kindness doesn't cost a single cent And I think everyone could be 10% kinder and the world would be a better place. Um, So where am I going with this? I think that as we come towards this end of this year, I want people to start understanding that um, ensuring that your physical life, which is your health and your, your mind, as you're only going to get one of those, that you take incredible care of them And um, I think in addition to that, um, I'm hoping that you start thinking new year, new you. I'm hoping that you start doing the pre-thinking about that right now, right? I want you to start thinking about that right now. Um, I want you to start thinking about, you know, what's coming is better than what's gone. And for many, many, many of us, we've had challenging years I know, talking to one of the largest accounting firms that does most of the big real estate companies across Australia, they tell me that the turnover has been down somewhere between 35 to 40%. So when you have actually have a look at it and you think that most real estate companies are working on a net profit of around 20%, that says to me that there's a lot of pain financially out there. So um, guys, what actually happens When you've got a marketplace like we have at the moment that's been corrected, it's really simple. You either make less money or what you do is you work longer, harder, more effectively. That's what you do. And uh, that's what I'm signing up for, guys and girls. And I hope you sign up for that as well. And as we finish off this Sunday night rant, do us a favor. If you enjoyed it, press that share button, tag someone, and... uh, maybe set some of the appointments in your office next time and have that home ground advantage. Guys and girls, signing off. Thanks for tuning in, guys and girls. You can join me on Facebook for the live Sunday night rant every week at 8.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. And if you're in real estate, just Google Tom Panos and you'll find a heap of resources and interviews where million-dollar agents share their strategies. See you next week have a look at the facts. Watch your goal for the next